Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Voice of Grace, the city of transformation, a place where we are helping people discover and fulfill their God-given destiny. We bless the Lord for this Friday morning. Thank God it is Friday. And we give God the praise. We give God the glory. As we end this week with our devotion, I want to say to you this morning shortly and read to you Titus chapter 2, verses 11 to 15. And I'm reading this morning from the New King James Version, and it says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, we should live righteously and godly in the present age looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. Speak these things, exalt and rebuke with all authority. Let no one despise you. These are the words that Paul is advising Titus as a young pastor. Remember when we started in the book of Titus, we said Paul introduced himself as the servant of God and apostle of Jesus Christ for the elect, the chosen one. He goes on to explain to us or to advise Titus that Titus, I want you to appoint elders. I want you to appoint bishops, pastors in every city. But when you do so, here are the qualifications. Here are the qualifications. They should be holy. They should be blameless. Their children should obey them. They should not be greedy for money. They should be hospitable. And the list goes on. He also went on to say why Titus should pick people who are holy and blameless. He said because there are so much insubordination, so much evil, so much idle talkers, so much deceptions, and it must be stopped. So Titus should teach sound doctrines. Yesterday, we also learned when Paul spoke again and he said, speak about these things, 
Speak about these things that are proper and sound. Speak about them. Be consistent. We learn when Paul said to Titus, Titus, I want you to teach about growing up. And so we say it's time for us to grow up. To grow up, we got to be sober-minded, self-controlled, reverent, worthy of respect, uh, sensible, and he listed women. At first, he listed the older men, the older women, the younger men, and he also listed the bond servants or the employees. And Paul is ending chapter 2 with these words. The grace of God has bring, I mean the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared. Not just to one person, but to all people. The grace of God has appeared. Jesus Christ has appeared. To bring salvation to all. You are also included. What man could not do on their own. Jesus came to do. Man could not redeem himself. Man could not save himself. Man could not rescue himself. And so Jesus. The grace of God. Came and did. We look at the grace of God today. Not as a license to sin. When we eat the communion, we think about the grace of God, the body of Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed on the cross of Calvary, on the cross at Golgotha, to redeem us, to set us free on that Good Friday, to give us life to breathe in us and give us this newness of life. I I share this with you to remind you that the grace of God that brings salvation, that brings freedom, that brings redemption, that brings deliverance, that brings healing has appeared to all. It is now left with you to receive the grace of God. And I pray that today you will receive the grace of God. And the grace of God did not just only appear to bring salvation to all men, but the same grace teaches us to deny ungodliness and worldly lust. The grace of God teaches us. The grace of God enables us. The grace of God strengthens us. The grace of God causes us to say no, to deny ungodliness. Because on our own, we just cannot deny ungodliness and worldly lust. Only the grace of God, only the Spirit of God, only the leading of God that can give us the power, the strength, the ability to say no to ungodliness. So you see, the grace of God brought us salvation and the grace of God can and will sustain us, protect us, and keep us 
the grace of God will sustain us from the ungodliness. The grace of God will keep us. The grace of God will protect us from the worldly lost. Only the grace of God can do so. The grace of God will will, will, will cause us to live soberly. Remember yesterday when I said the word sober. Living soberly means living in self-control. Remember, the fruit of the Spirit is also self-control. The Spirit of God will help us to live a self-controlled life. The Spirit of God, the grace of God will help us to live righteously. Because on our own, we just cannot live righteously, righteously rather, on our own. But the grace of God has appeared to bring us salvation, to help us deny ungodliness and unworldly, I mean, worldly lost. The grace of God has appeared to help us live soberly, righteously, and to live godly in this present age. In this present age that is full of so much wickedness, this is the work of the grace of God. That's why the grace of God has appeared. And that grace of God is appeared unto all men. It is also for you. The grace of God helps us to look for the blessed hope. The grace of God helps us to look for the blessed hope and glory and glorious appearing of the great God and Savior Jesus Christ. The grace of God. causes God to give himself that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his precious, special people. You are special to God. You are special to God. That's why the grace of God appeared to all. The grace of God appeared to all so that we would do zealous. We will be zealous, rather, for good works. The grace of God appeared so that we will be zealous for the work of God. The grace of God appears when you are discouraged the grace of God appears to give us the courage the strength so Paul concludes chapter 2 with these words to Titus Titus speak these things exalt the people encourage the people and Titus also rebuke with all authority, let no one despise you. These are the words that has given to us this morning.
I want to say to you this morning, the grace of God has appeared. It has appeared for you. It has appeared to you. To bring you salvation. To teach you to say no to ungodliness and worldly lust. To help you live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present evil age. The grace of God has appeared to you to help you look for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ who gave himself for you that he might save you and redeem you from every lawless deed and to purify you for himself because you are his own special people. And I hope they sink within you today. You are special. You are the special child of God. And that's why he came. You are precious in the sight of God. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. Be gracious unto you.